This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is January the 6th, 2020. Strong hand, golden age 2020s. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Oh, yeah, I'm in motion. I've got conviction tonight. We're going to explain that in a second. Be a unique beast, relentless, unconfiscatable, offended by selling. Excuse me. All right. This is actually the second time I'm doing this show. I did this show. It is very late at night here in Tucson. It got erased. The show, it was a half hour show or so. I had comments. Everyone was enjoying themselves. I went to edit it afterwards and it disappeared. It erased. It's gone. And uh, I've got conviction. I got to do a new show every day. So I'm going to redo the show right this second. Um, so pound that like button if you like the dedication. And if, you, if you're watching this for a second time, well, uh, it's deja vu all over again. I'll make it a little bit different. No doubt about it. So check out all the links below. You can see Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin show. Uh, follow me on Twitter, TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Watch all my old shows at DisruptMeister.com. Uh, this Week in Bitcoin was great on Friday. Beyond Bitcoin again was Saturday. I believe I just said that. It is late at night here. Hello, my elite friends. Thank you for joining me a second time uh, tonight, wherever you may be awake. I don't know if anyone is awake. This is just a dead zone right now, and I, I should be asleep. Oh, look, there, South Africa just woke up there, so he's he's in the house. Okay, so let's let's do this show all over again and start off with saying that I'm going to be in unconfiscatable on February 22nd in Las Vegas. That's uh, Tone Vase's uh, event, that unconfiscatable.com. That is linked to below, so check that out. Um, all right, second thing. <laughs> Let's talk about the Kraken. Kraken has announced a global law enforcement uh, request report. Okay, so it's linked to below. All global law enforcement agencies contacted Kraken during 2019, and they wanted to know information about specific accounts. There were 1,222 accounts that were impacted in 2019. And so Kraken is giving us public information about uh, what, what information they gave over or, well, what who wanted the information. And it was mostly from the United States, then from Britain. And the accounts were mostly held by uh, United States citizens and British citizens. And uh, then I had it written down beforehand. Hang on. Uh, Canadian, Germany, and uh, Netherlands uh, citizens also were, were uh, impacted quite, quite a bit. And it was a 49% increase in request from 2018. And this obviously cost cracking time and money. And it also cost uh, you guys uh, time and money. Uh, if you if you're dealing with these exchanges, they got to charge you a little bit more for fees because hey, they, they got to make a profit too. So if if it's wasting their time, they got to pass it on to the consumer. But worst of all is all of you people who think uh, these Bitcoin are your Bitcoin, they're not your Bitcoin. In fact, uh, I'm I, I wouldn't be surprised if some of these requests uh, into uh, certain accounts, if they closed accounts and if they uh, returned some of the Bitcoin to the countries asking about these accounts. So when you're dealing with these centralized exchanges that um, follow KYC, 
I mean, maybe you, maybe you're a criminal in, in the eyes of some of these uh, government agencies. You can lose your cryptocurrency. You can get caught up. In, that, that's a lot. 1,222 impacted accounts at Kraken alone. So you can check out the link below. They, they give more information about it. They give fancy uh, graphs. <laughs> maybe that'll make you feel better about the situation. I, I don't know why you dudes are trading. If you guys get free crypto dividends, uh, and you decide to sell them for Bitcoin, which you should do, obviously. Well, you put them on the exchange when you're ready to sell them. Then you sell them. Then you take the Bitcoin off the exchange. Don't leave it on there for a lot for a long time. Um, and yeah, these because you don't want to get caught up in one of these uh, global enforcement requests. <laughs> okay, we got uh, Rocky is in the house again. Uh, did you wave as you're over? I don't know what he's doing. Okay, okay. Take two, Rocky Palumbo said. Yes, take two. It got a, Somehow this got erased. And by the way, this has never happened to me before. I've done over 1,500 shows on YouTube. Watch them all at disruptmeister.com. I've never recorded one, and it's live, and every, when there's been a chat, and then it's definitely there for a little bit. I start you know, adding the squares at the end and it disappears. I, I don't know what happened. Hopefully this doesn't happen again because <laughs> it's kind of a pain, right? When you're, when you're up at uh, almost two in the morning where I am and you really want to go to sleep, but it's, it's conviction. And, and part of the reason um, there's some shout outs to some people at the end of this show. And that's um, definitely why I, I could upload. I have a show that I could put up there it's a, a King of the Trolls flashback show, and I'm going to put it up there one day. And I kind of just put that up there and just forgotten about all this. But there are people that I mentioned at the end of this show that I, I want to get – that they have news, and I want to share their news. And I felt all the news that I'm sharing here today, I don't want to save it till tomorrow. I want to do it now. I want to do it now. So, again, I want a live show even though I just did a live show. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Getting into my mindset there. Adam and his uh, – he's got to get it done. He's stubborn. All right. Conviction, baby. This is maybe maybe you'll learn a lesson from this. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let anything stop you, man. Retail mechanical buying uh, is a term that is used in this tweet, and it refers to the people in retail, regular guys like us, who every week or every day or every two weeks we buy the same amount of Bitcoin. You know, call it dollars cost averaging. You're just buying a thousand dollars worth of it every week. You don't care, you know, how much it gets you. Well, that demand, how big is that demand? How many people actually do that? We're going to find out real soon because they're not changing their ways. It's mechanical. <laughs> okay. It's, is it? And so, you know, we have a lot of people talking about is, is the having priced in? Are they factoring in this? Because in the future, these guys are still going to be buying the same amount week after week after week, but the new amount of Bitcoin being produced is being cut in half. So what's that mean? What's that mean? How, well, we're going to see what that means. We'll see how many people are really doing this. How, how much of the Bitcoin that's uh, being bought every week is, is by people like this that are just doing it automatically, mechanically, me retail mechanical buying. So thank you, you robots, you human robots. You will uh, make the times after the halving greater for all of us holders. Bitcoin Magazine has an article by Aaron Von Weird. I'm a good one. 
2020 and beyond, Bitcoin's potential protocol upgrades. There hasn't been a protocol update since uh, upgrades in SegWit, and he discusses uh, some potential ones for 2020 and beyond. All you tech heads, enjoy the competent work of Aaron Von Weirdum, who has definitely been on this show before on This Week in Bitcoin. Uh, and as I said, This Week in Bitcoin, you can watch that all of This Week in Bitcoins. There have been like 150 of them at techbalt.com, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That's not disruptmeister.com. That's all 1,500 of my shows there. Uh, and Ansel Lindner and, and the great Blake Anderson made their return this week along with Steve Barber. So check that out. Link to below. The A reminder for all you freaks out there, you fiat freaks who just love to turn your Bitcoin into U.S. dollars. U.S. dollar is not for savings. This is a reminder. I've said this before. This is from Elaine. The U.S. dollar hasn't been a store of value for decades. In fact, it's designed to depreciate at 2% a year to encourage consumerism. So they're not, a lot of people complain, oh, the Fed is evil. The United States government is terrible. They're stealing our wealth. Well, why are you valuing your wealth in dollars? You have a better way to store your wealth now. It's Bitcoin. And they're not, they're saying it's for consumerism. They want you to spend it. That's that's why they're they're making it go down in value. I mean, that encourages if you know something's going down in value, you want to get rid of it as soon as possible to get something of value with it. So get the Bitcoin with it. Don't if you have a saving an old savings account that grandma gave you that's paying you like uh, 0.01% a year. I mean, either spend that on food or uh, spend it on food and turn it and turn some of it into Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Do stop valuing your wealth in dollars. Spend the dollars. Spend the dollars on Bitcoin. Spend the dollars on essentials. But don't have savings accounts in dollars anymore. Bitcoin is your freaking uh, is your freaking savings account. Can you guys see my beautiful shirt I'm wearing from Cryptoids? Cryptoids is actually going to be at Tone's uh, event, uh, unconfiscatable in Las Vegas on February 22nd. I think that I know someone from there is going to be there at least. And I love this Cryptoid shirt. Link to below. I still have to set up my affiliate link with them, but buy from them anyway. Buy from all the people I have linked to below. You can get all the shirts that I wear on the show. Link to below. Okay, let's let's continue on with this. I put, retweet this out. I'd even tweet this version of the show out there. So tweet it out there. I said retweet it out there. I haven't tweeted it out there yet. Man. All right. To do this show twice in a row is fun times. Good times, as Vention would say. <laughs> what if the internet gets turned off? Uh-oh. Neil Woodfine addresses this. What happens when the internet gets switched off? Despite the best hopes of many salty no-coiners, a surprising number of great engineers have been thinking about how to keep Bitcoin running in offline environments. And Neil has a thread about that. It's linked to below. Read it, love it, enjoy it. Has the having hype started? A lot of you fiat freaks were getting excited and making up excuses today. Uh, some people are saying, "Well, Tether printed out five hundred million dollars worth of Tether." Uh, uh, they didn't actually do that. So why did the fiat price go up today? I don't know. What was it? It wasn't Tether though. So hey, maybe maybe we're going to look back on this time, just like in twenty sixteen. We eventually started saying, wait a second, in January of 2016, that's when the halving hype started. 
that's when the price started going up. Right then, people started realizing. People started uh, factoring it in then. Are we going to look back on today is the day? I don't know. Eventually, you people that are watching this in the future, you're able to tell me when the having hype started, when the upswing, the real upswing started to toward the having, when the price, your fiat freaky prices started going up. So let's talk about Tether because, first of all, there's one sane guy out there, Alistair Milne, that talks about Tether in a sane manner. And he actually in December tweeted that Tether since September had printed out $500 million worth of new Tether. But today Coindesk reported that they had printed out that $500 million worth of Tether like today because CoinMarketCat finally listed that, that, that Tether, that there was that much more Tether out there. So Alistair calmly said, public service announcement, no, Tether didn't print $500 million. CoinMarketCap just fixed their data. So they they printed $500 million worth since September, not today. Coindesk had to retract the article. Not like how my video got retracted. I didn't retract it. It got erased somehow. But Coindesk, <laughs> they, uh, they, they added a correction to their to their uh, piece of media and uh but alistair pointed out that the full because people jumped on the story on twitter people were like ah that's why the price is going up they added 500 million dollars today so important to realize that 500 million dollars is just 0.35 percent of the total bitcoin market cap and the total tether market cap is only three percent of the total bitcoin market cap so what 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 could can it really do? Even if they did that, even if they did print out five hundred million today, uh, would it make that big of a difference? I don't know. But you know what I say? I say, dudes, you keep printing, keep on printing that tether, keep on printing it, because the gamblers out there, it's their crack. Okay, the the exchange gamblers. Let let's say Bitfinex just prints up a bunch of tether. And doesn't have anything backing it, and then just uses that tether. They want to buy people's Bitcoin with it. Well, guess what? The they the gamblers gladly buy it. The the glad the gamblers gladly accept this trade. They gladly accept it. They don't care where it's coming from. If it was just printed out of thin air, if anything's backing it, for their little game, for their back and forth following charts, they need the tether. They have become addicted to the tether on Bitfinex and Binance and Kraken and all of this nonsense that they're playing their gambling games on. So it serves a purpose. It is the crack of uh, gamblers, of, of exchange uh, of exchange trader gamblers. I can hardly speak the English language. It's so late at night. Uh, so, and you know, I, I got to say, and... I have said this before. Facebook should be able to print their own currency. Bitfinex should be able to let the market decide. And these dudes believe the story. They believe the story that one tether equals one dollar because Bitfinex said so. Because Stone Cold said so. And, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, it, it, I, I will say this. It is not like the other stable coins. That's why it's a true crack. It, it's not being... Uh, 
The other stable coins out there, they're they're regulated, they're being tracked. So this is for the this is for the hardcore gambler and the market is speaking. It's the most popular stable coin out there. It's the most popular one out there, and it's it's definitely more reliable than uh, third world currencies. I'd rather have Tether than uh, Mozambican currency, right? Uh, so a real there is a, speaking of Tether again. I want I want a reminder out there because it is in the long run. It's it's fine for the Bitcoin ecosystem. It's fine. It, it, the gamblers, this is where the big boys play. I have to accept that, hey, the 80% gamblers, the impulsive people out there that want to play these games, uh, they add something to the space. They they get people excited about Bitcoin. They get more gamblers into it. And some of those gamblers become holders. So Tether serves a purpose. It also, there is a strong belief system in Tether. In There's an old article from the summer that I talked about during the summer uh, from Coindesk. It talks about uh, in the Russians or the Chinese in Moscow that sell all sorts of stuff for cash, then take that cash to some dude in Moscow, turn it into Tether to send it back to China to get around capital controls. And he said, nobody actually cares if Tether is backed or not, says this dude, chiefs, uh, the chief operating officer of uh, a Moscow-based crypto derivatives exchange. Um, confidence in Tether's solvency relies on long time habit and convenience. This market needs Tether, so Tether is trusted. So Tether is trusted by these dudes. They have, Tether is winning, dudes. And this is this is part of the reason that busybody regulators in New York State, they don't like, they're envious that, they think they should have a monopoly on currency. That, no. The tether is great because it, it shows that countries don't have monopolies on currencies. So I say keep on printing it. Let those dudes keep up giving up their precious Bitcoin for this nonsense. Okay. It's, it's well, it's not nonsense to a lot of people. I would never ever give up my precious Bitcoin for the convenience of tether. It's it's a conven it's convenience for gamblers. It's crack for gamblers. They are addicted to it. And gamblers that I'm talking about again are the dudes. On the exchanges, hey, if you guys are watching this live, you can do a super chat. I'll answer your questions, or you can do uh, you can just type in Bitcoin Meister. I forgot to say that because it is so darn late at night, and I'm doing this show for the second time. All right, and do do the charts predict when they print more uh, tether? All those charts that are supposed to tell us the future of Bitcoin. <laughs> Can they tell you uh, when more tethers be? Because you know, you're, you're, some of you are saying that the charts tell all, and then and then the same ones you're saying with tether manipulates the price of Bitcoin. Uh, no, um, I keep on doing, it, dudes. I I this is where the big boys play. They can pr print as much of it as they want. Bitcoin still has its core value, not because not because of gamblers. That's not why it has its core value. It's a, it's a store of value, dudes. It is it is. Uh, Limited supply type of thing. It isn't. It isn't like tether. It isn't like the United States dollar that can be just printed at willy willy nilly whenever they want to. It is a true store of value, and it it, it it gets you around capital controls. Also, those those people from Russia and China, they don't have the the Bitcoin patience. They're worried because they think you know the day it takes them to send their Bitcoin. The, the time it takes them to get their Bitcoin back to China and cashed out again, that Bitcoin will lose some of its 
dollar value. They're valuing their wealth in dollar. That's why they're into that tether thing. Because they know they're tether because of all these believers, no matter what, it's going to be worth a dollar, supposedly, no matter what. But Bitcoin, it, it might be worth uh, $7,500. It might be worth $7,507. It might be worth $8,000. Who knows what they, if they really weren't had that impulsive short-term mentality, these, these people who really are using tether uh, for between China and Russia, if they, they would just value all their wealth in Bitcoin in the long run, they become much wealthier than their counterparts who were cashing it in into tether and valuing their wealth in dollars. But they'll learn the hard way. Remember, you can email me at adam at trezorhelp.com or you can send me a DM at Tech Vault to set up a crypto consultation with me. And uh, we can talk about Bitcoin. We can talk about anything. I can set up your Trezor. Not many people are asking about that these days. Uh, everyone should have a Trezor or a Ledger or whatever. But uh, we can talk about your personal life. You can just enjoy talking to Adam Meister for an hour or whatever it is. Uh, but we can set up uh, the terms and everything if you're interested in that. I, someone was just uh, DMing me about that. So I thought I'd remind everyone. Mimble Wimble Coin, which was a crypto dividend that we got. And again, you're getting insider information here. Bitcoin, you hold your Bitcoin, you get these crypto dividends. You get interest on your Bitcoin. If you sign up for the airdrops, if you get these forks. And we're going to talk about uh, the Mimble Wimble coin one. And we won't. A lot of us claim the Mimble Wimble coin. They still have some of it left uh, because people didn't claim it by January 2nd. So let's say to Mimble Wimble coin. Hey, dudes, we want you to do another airdrop as they're thinking about doing another airdrop of the remaining 500,000. That would be great because right now it's listed at like $1.50 on that one exchange, Hotbit or whatever it's called. It's linked to below. You can check out the price. So we all of us, you know, we registered one bit. If you registered one Bitcoin, you got like 41 MWC. And at $1.50, at $1.50, right now, if you sold your MWC, that would be a 0.8% return. On your money, 0.8% yearly interest on your Bitcoin. That's better than having dollars at a freaking uh, Maryland National Bank, which no longer exists. You know, it was at the savings accounts of banks. What do you, you get? 0.2%, something ridiculous, uh, ridiculously low. I don't even know. But 0.8% also is better than all those nasty crypto dividends that are out there now. Uh, it, you know, let, let's do a comparison. BSV, if you sell your BSV today, I think it's uh, 1.4%. And that involves, uh, you know, you would have had to have Bcash or never to have uh, turned your, split your Bitcoin into Bcash at all in order to get that BSV. So that was a little bit more complicated. So your MWC return is more than half of what you get on a, B, on a BSV at this point. And who knows? It's getting closer to 1% return. We'll see if the BSV, if the MWC keeps going up. Now, again, I'm mentioning these crypto dividends. I only, I only get them for free and stuff I get for free, I would never buy. And I only buy Bitcoin because I value my wealth in Bitcoin, of course. Um, so don't think Adam's saying, oh, you should get this, that, and the other. No, you should only get Bitcoin, okay? You should only get Bitcoin, but uh, yeah, but let's, let's hope for more, uh, let's hope for more crypto dividends in the 2020s because I enjoy getting uh, interest on my Bitcoin and uh yeah, you know, these these guys, well, MWC isn't trying to harm Bitcoin. In the original days, you know, Bcash was trying to be the next Bitcoin, but everybody understands crypto dividends are not the next Bitcoin. Everyone in their right mind understands that altcoins are not the big, next Bitcoin. The only thing that's the next Bitcoin is Bitcoin. 
here is one of the, the last two things I'm going to talk about here. Um, and one of them I totally erased, but that's all right. Um, I, because I remember it by heart. <laughs> oh, man. I just released a time tracking tool with BTC Pay Server invoicing and would love your feedback. Thanks for the show. So this is a dude. I don't have his name listed, but he is linked to below and his Twitter account is linked to below. And he wants, he's come up, he is in motion. He contacted me. He's got a GitHub. Okay. You can check out this, this tool that he's made, he's a, a time tracking tool for BTC pay server invoicing. And he, he would love, it's a, what's it? A hourly invoicing. I forgot what it even is. Uh, I looked at it. But he needs some of you tech heads out there to look at it. Give him some feedback. He is listed below. I, his name is listed below too with his Twitter account. So DM him. It's obvious. Check out all the links below. Click on them all. See everything that I talked about in this show. Not just this dude's thing. Finally, the last thing that is linked to below. And I'm glad that dude is in motion. And if you guys have stuff like that that's legitimate, that's in, in motion, send me a DM you know, notify me and I'll bring it up at the end of the shows. That's what the end of the shows are for, for you guys that are doing your thing. Strong hand indeed, people. Pound that like button. Seriously, pound that like button as my eyes are falling asleep here. God almighty, it better, this one better not get be erased. <laughs> I'll be real careful uh, when this one's done. So tomorrow or to Tuesday the 7th, it might already be the 7th where you are when you're watching this. It probably is. Um, in Los Angeles at 6.30 p.m., downtown Los Angeles, Nick Baccia is going to be speaking about the Lightning Network. It's one of those Socratic sessions. So get to downtown L.A. like at 6.30 p.m., 7 p.m. You can hang out with your fellow Bitcoiners. Uh, I'm not there. I'm in, uh, I'll be in L.A. in uh, February. But uh, right now I'm in uh, Tucson, Arizona, soon to be in El Paso. We'll talk about that in future shows. But Nick – uh, who is an, an LA native, or he lives in LA, um, he'll be speaking downtown LA. The specifics are linked to below. So click on that link below if you're in the LA area and you want to hear Nick speak and, and meet your fellow Bitcoiners in downtown LA. Hang on. All right. So that is, that's really the end of the show. The second version of this show. Uh, hopefully this one doesn't get erased like the first one. Thank you, everybody, for bearing with me here. Seriously, pound that like button because we had a lot of people pound that like button in the previous show. And uh, tweet this out. Follow me on Twitter. Bang the bell button. I do a new show here every day, even when the first one gets erased, because I've got conviction. I've got a system. I've got long-term thinking. I stick to it, baby. Persevere. Never give up, people. Never freaking give up. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel and good night. I'll see you tomorrow. I will say hi to you dudes in the chat.